There we go. We are live. Hello, everyone. Hello, Sean. Hello, Chris, and welcome to this podcast does not have a name. Episode four for October 12th, 2021. How's it going, Chris? Not too bad. October 4th, really? Oh, 14th. Oh, 14th. No, sorry, 12th. Wow, 12th. Sorry, did I say 4th? I think you said 4th. And you I got me confused because I work nights and I normally confuse it what day it is. <laughs> yeah, I said in my head I said 12th, but I, I believe you. Yeah. I, anyway, moving on in life. Yes, moving on uh, October 12th. That's what day it is. <laughs> so uh, this podcast is usually us talk about our weekend, uh, some gaming, anime, uh, movie news, whatever we feel like talking about. We're not going to go over all of it. Just some big events and random things we like. Uh, to start off, we'll go into our week. Do you want to start up or should I? Uh, go ahead. All right. Not too much on my end. Just continuing on with the, the Super Sentai series I was on. Uh, Time Ranger. Pretty good so far. You know, not too bad. It's weird that the series is just about them trying to stop these... Uh, villains, I guess just normal criminals from the year 3000 who have gotten back in time to the year 2000. Uh, it's just weird for them just being petty criminals and the villain just wants to make money. That's all he wants to do. He doesn't care about anything else, doesn't care about destroying the earth. So stakes are really low in terms of the Time Rangers. <laughs> I'm on like episode 17 right now. So I'm going on uh, pretty fast. And the other thing, I guess, I was playing a bit of a uh, drama squad. I did two chapters in it. I've really been enjoying it so far. It's a turn-based tactical RPG uh, with the setting of a Super Sentai series. So, if you don't know, it was kickstarted quite a few years ago. I'm finally getting into playing it. I did kickstart it, and. It's about five ex-stunt performers from a Super Sentai series who's got fed up with their uh, director not listening to them or not wanting any of their inputs and just bad-mouthing them a lot of the time during the show and going, that's it, we've had enough. We're going to start our own Super Sentai series with Blackjack and Hookers. Well, maybe not those two parts, but they leave and start up their own series. I... I really like, uh, for those who have kickstarted it, so before you actually start the series, there's like a pre-chapter thing that kind of explains them starting up the series. And as a Kickstarter backer, you can choose the normal opening or the Kickstarter opening. And I did the Kickstarter one because I wanted to see what it was. And it's very uh, tongue-in-cheek along with the rest of the series with making fun of like Super Sentai and low-budget uh, stuff. And in this one, you know, after the stunt performers leave, they all ga gather up like a couple blocks together or a couple blocks down from where they were originally filming and go, we should make our own series. Like, how do we get started? And one of the rangers goes, you know, I've heard of this thing called Kickstarter. Have you guys heard of it? It's this great website where people get together and can give you money directly to help fund small projects and make your dreams come true. I'm like... Really, this is really, really on the nose here, guys. But that kind of sets up for the rest of the series of just how not serious they're going to be about the storytelling. 
I really enjoyed it. Like, like when you're um, making the series, they they make a lot of uh, comments of like, you know, this guy in, the, in our suit is supposed to show up here like five minutes ago. Where where is he? The guy shows up and he's like in half of his half his outfit, like on set while they're filming. They go, "Where's the rest of your suit?" I'm oh, sorry, I didn't have time to get it. And he runs to the back to go get it, and. <laughs> The actor's like, you know, we don't have time to wait for him. Let's, let's go out to the other set here. He wasn't supposed to be in this shot anyway. <laughs> and they just leave it. I like to think that that's actually what's going on in the show. Like, people are just interrupting them mid-show. Mid or they're just talking in, like, the uh, third, third, third person? No. Uh, like, talking directly to the cameraman of where they should be setting up shots and, and things like that. Uh the upgrades to your kit that your characters get are like, you know, you start off with uh, normal clothes and uh, cardboard armor, <laughs> and then you upgrade to less shit plastic armor into hopefully spandex and real plastic armor. <laughs> I think it's a very good, uh, very good uh, tactical RPG. If you can get around the uh, Super Sentai aesthetic, it really is. If you can't stand Super Sentai, I wouldn't. Uh, it may not be up your alley for that, but I enjoy it so far for what it is. That's pretty much all I've been doing is just that and uh, catching up more in Power Rangers or Super Sentai while I'm at work. And you? I was gonna address oh, a couple of, yes. of your points Sorry. first. Um, so for the Super Sentai, I remember you saying last week you didn't really enjoy it, and now you're like breezing through it, like episode well, eighteen. Oh, it's not that. Um, the last series ended kind of meh. You know, it was a disappointment, which some of them could be good or you know meh endings, right? Depending on how quickly they want in the series. This new one, I was just like, it's all right. They're just getting started. I just got introduced to the new characters, and we'll see how it goes. It's not super great. It's not super good. It's just good enough, right? And I can watch like two or three episodes in a night when I'm on when I'm at work. Like watch half an episode or most of an episode on a break. So I can fly through the series pretty fast. <laughs> and then yeah, I saw you on your stream uh, when you were uh, streaming the Super Sentai game. I remember you telling me about this game that you. At the time, it was on Kickstarter. And you're like, oh, I have to kickstart this. This was like years ago, mm -hmm. like six six years ago, at least. I want to say. It so was... that was that was a long time you wait for that payoff, Chris. Well, you kickstarted it, and then I played it before, and I only made it past the first chapter, and then something must have come up to distract me to go on to something else. I'm not sure what that was, but now that I'm doing it on stream, I want to get through it and see more of the game. I don't know how many chapters or seasons, I guess is what the chapters are broken into. Like, I don't know how many seasons there are in the game. So uh, I'm willing to see how far it'll go. I wonder if it just keeps on going. I don't know how many random events or different random events happen. And I don't know if it was kickstarted, like if I have to play it more, if it's a mod or something, but Originally in the Kickstarter, they want to meet their goal, I don't know if it was made, to have it where you could do a common Rider kind of series. So you get one or two Rangers in the series, and it goes through this, you know, you making a common Rider 
type series. And I want to see how tough or easy that would be. Or if they have alternate uh, storylines for that. This game also has a... Uh, I don't know where it is. I think I have to download it separately or as part of the game. But a way for you to make episodes and make seasons. So, you can, so people can download your little stories you make in the game. I want to see what other things people might have uh, made for that. I don't know if I'll do that on stream or not, but we'll is, see when I get through this. <laughs> is that officially supported, like in the game itself, or is it just like a mod you have to download? Um, not a mod. It is officially supported, but I don't know if it's in the game out, uh, from the get-go, or if, or if I have to download a separate like little client for it. I did not look that deep into it, but apparently you can make your own episodes. Interesting. Hmm. In something. Or in stuff, so that's uh, a nice little thing to add into this little uh, indie game. I remember commenting on your stream at the time. I said, wow, this game's right up your alley. Like, there's even cosplay that, that like you spend money on. I'm like, wow, this is like hitting you from both angles, huh? Yeah, cheap cardboard <laughs> cosplay and stuff of like that. It really kind of feels like that. It's... It's it's got a lot going for it for me in general for the aesthetic and the way they're telling their their like their uh the story and that so I've been enjoying it a lot a lot more than I think I enjoyed it when I originally played it and also actually no I forgot what I was gonna say sorry you can go on I I had a thought in my head and just kind of evaporated so for me I think you mentioned before the stream started that uh something's new with me here um i'm not sure what you're talking about <laughs> yeah anyways um a haircut one singular yeah. hair <laughs> yes well one hair okay, okay <laughs> anyways it's like um, Bobo, he has three and he cut one <laughs> and he looks bald <laughs> anyways so i've just been doing well i i've been applying for jobs in my field really really like Hardcore this last week. Mm. I got an interview tomorrow afternoon, actually. So, oh, nice. Hopefully, hopefully that leads somewhere. If not, whatever. Um, other than that, been doing some, you know, twitching as usual. Um, we beat Undertale, and then we started Bloodstained Symphony of not Symphony of the Night. Um, <laughs> ritual, no, not Ritual of the Moon. Shit, what's it called? Bloodstained. Bloodstained. Ritual of the Night, I think. I think I think that's the correct subtitle. The 3D Bloodstained game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it was the one that was also kickstarted by uh, Igarashi Sun. Yeah, Iga. Um, so I beat the game, but we're not done 100 percent yet. We have to still, you know, explore the whole map, get all the items crafted, do all the quests, and all that. So still got a little ways to go on that. Still, that's what I've been doing. And then uh, also on Saturday on my Twitch community they met a hundred thousand channel points which i call zorbs orbs they raised a hundred thousand and so the incentive was i'll do a fall fancy 10 speed run it will be my it will be my first run uh world record in that game is hovering somewhere in the area of eight and a half hours because it you can't skip all the cutscenes you have to just like power through them so there's like cutscene after cutscene after cutscene mm -hmm. I, I used a 26 page document it was a pdf that basically tells you what to do. And yeah, uh, I was hoping for a sub 10 hour run. Uh, instead, we got like just over 12 hours. So 
that was that was it was fun but it was also very i've done 12 hour streams before but that mm. took a lot out of me and it took a lot out of me um i spent the rest of, of the next day sunday just like recovering i took two naps that day which is very unusual for me uh yeah my sleep schedule is still kind of fucked up from that but yeah it is what it is um so that was pretty that was that was intense i got some good viewership got some good support from that stream so uh oh did i say this already we beat uh, yeah i said we beat undertale uh again again i know i said this last week so i won't harp on the point but i think that's a game you'll enjoy a lot chris so yeah um next up will be hollow knight once i'm done on um bloodstain so do you have it and the dlcs it's like the ultimate edition so yes okay you should have It, it all comes in one so that's good that'll yeah, take I'd, you a while <laughs> yeah yeah that's why i did bloodstain first because i knew it wasn't it was gonna take like half the time that uh hollow knight was going to so uh what else what else have i done there was one other thing but i forget what it was now it'll come back to me but yeah we um, can always come back yeah that's it for now for me not really all too much just been uh really pushing there's like three days this week since we last spoke, all, which basically all I did was like basically apply for jobs all day. Hmm. Uh, That's and then always fun. Yeah. And then the days I was streaming, I still apply for jobs, but like maybe one or two. And then I just streamed for, for however long. I had some really long streams this week, like the 12 hour Final Fantasy 10. I had a 10 hour stream. I had like an eight hour stream. So basically, I'm either streaming or I'm applying for jobs. That was my week pretty much. Yeah, if you get nothing else other than that to do you might as well try and stream you've been enjoying it so might as well keep doing it you probably be playing a lot of these games anyway on your off time <laughs> so uh yeah for the most part i've i've been wanting to play bloodstained for a while uh now that's halloween i figured hey perfect time to play these uh spooky games right i've yeah. had these games for years just haven't had the opportunity and yeah they've been really fun um nick and play spookies jumps scare mansion or whatever that game's called Jupies, what spookies i think it does was called spookies jump scare mansion i've never heard of this i've heard of finance of freddy's but not spook spookies jump scare mansion i think it's spookies i think i miss said spooky it said spoopy Oops. <laughs> but yes i don't know if it's cost anything or if it's free or what but i've seen a few people play through play through that uh i don't know if it's a game you want to play but uh it's there. why Oh no, nothing. Just it's it's very, I guess, tongue in cheek with its kind of humor. Uh, you're exploring a mansion, many many floors of a mansion, and there's jump scares <laughs> and other things that I did not personally play it, so I don't know to the extent of how many floors or how spooky or not spooky people might think it is. <laughs> so. But I do like some of the humor in it when Spooky shows up. I think that's the ghost's name. <laughs> kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, what's his name's humor there, uh, who does uh, Undertale, but not quite. It's kind of like fun? yeah, but not quite. It's not really that kind of humor, but it's that kind of like, hey, boo, I scared you. No, no, no I'm just gonna go over here. Bye, guys. And then the ghost leaves. It's like, oh, see ya. <laughs> you know, like kind of like not humor, but or not scare, not humor, but kind of is. 
It's like lazy okay. humor <laughs> in a way. I think I think you should do a tale of or tale. I think you should do Undertale on your stream, or even just for yourself. I think you'll enjoy it. I will have to play through it at some point. I want to go through that, and I want to do uh, the it other games as well. Uh, it won't take Delta Rune. Delta Rune. That's it. So I'll have to get a hold of those games. I know I've got Undertale somewhere, but I'll go touch on that at some point. But I think that's it. I don't have much else going on with me. Not really anything. Do we want to jump into a little bit of news? Maybe some news that's like we did not know about until we finished our uh, stream last week? Uh, sure. It seems like you have something specific to say, though. Yes, I do. Why is it why Luigi and Smash? <laughs> Fuck sakes. <laughs> We might. I don't think that we t we touched on this last week, but we might we might have. But I think we did a little bit. But there was other news that was attached to this that we did not mention. I'm just upset that Waluigi's not in Smash. They should have had the last Smash character be a Nintendo property, <laughs> not bloody Sora. I'm not upset that Sora's in. I'm just upset that he got the last slot. Should have been Waluigi. Anyway, the news. Other news that was attached to that was that. Square is going to be releasing the Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8. And I believe, uh, does 2.8 have Kingdom Hearts 3 or is Kingdom Hearts 3 separate? But they're going to be releasing like all those collections and Kingdom Hearts 3 onto the Switch. But not as a physical item that you could pop into your Switch and play, but as part of the uh, streaming service that's correct me if I'm wrong, Square has been looking into or ha or has already done on Switch. I want to say they've already done it with Tomb Raider or the Hitman games, but I don't remember for sure if it was something they were looking into at the time, like a year or two ago. Yeah, um, so Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts 3 is not included in 2.8. It's its own separate okay, thing. Yeah. So it's it's not even just not physical. It's also like you can't have it on your hard drive. It's not digital either in that sense. It's digital in the sense that it's on the cloud, but you like you need a constant internet internet connection. Like you can't just download it like you can like a um like a digital game. But then that's it. You have to have a constant in, in, uh, internet connection for this. So people were suspecting that this is going to happen eventually, and mm. now it finally it finally has because. Basically, um, you know, they already have these games on the other two consoles and even PC at this point, but to kind of take the extra, you know, manpower, extra millions of dollars, whatever, to kind of make it work on the Switch just because the Switch is so limited in its functionality due to its hardware. But they just said, fuck it, we're going to put it on the cloud and you guys will just have to deal with it that way. But you can't really blame, I, I okay, for me at least, I don't blame Square for that at all because... If we look at the history of this sort of thing, we'll see that, you know, they did the smart move, honestly. Like, for example, CD Projekt Red, um, they released Witcher 3 on the Switch. It took them 11 months to port to the Switch, right? 11 months for the Witcher 3. Just just think about that for a second. Just a, a port. Just a port. The game is complete. It's been out for years at this point. Mm. Just porting it took almost a full year. That's crazy, right? Because... There's been so many, like, yeah, Nintendo's never really up to date with their hardware 
and it's really starting like they can't continue this trend anymore because this is really what developers are not going to have a choice right so instead of spending you know 11 months square said fuck it like for that was for one game but they have to do it for all three games so yeah they didn't want to take the time and or the money they just said put on the cloud let's be done with it because you know when the switch first came out it originally it was only ha- going to have two gigabytes but then capcom i think i think it was capcom they said hey 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 nintendo uh add more ram please at least add more ram two gigs two gigs of ram is nothing so they actually did they upgraded to four gigs and yeah that was only because capcom kind of like scolded them to do so essentially so that was People are upset about Square. They shouldn't. They should be upset at Nintendo, in my opinion. What do you think? Um, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are PS2 games. You're saying that those can't run on the Switch. And the no, other no, no. games are advanced games and DS games and PS2 No, these games. are... I, I have to correct you. These are not PS2 games and such. These are the, the, the HD versions. So the, these are optimized for... Like, for 720 on the Switch. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but... The Switch these... is a 720p console. Yeah, but these games are optimized, I believe, for uh, PS4 and Xbox One, I believe, and then for PC. So, yeah, these are not the PS2 versions. These are like the HD re-release So the PS3 versions, versions then? I'm, I don't know, because honestly. I, I think it's the PS4 version. I could but be wrong. That would be, it would be pointless to do the PS4 versions if the Switch can only do certain resolution on its screen i've lost track of i know for a fact it's, it's not the ps2 version but i've lost track of it's ps3 ps4 like but either keep way releasing. i don't know how they would not be able to get those older games i can understand kingdom Hearts 3 that's a brand new game but the other games are so old the switch could handle them i'm not a developer but i don't see why they could put the effort to put those in I also don't like it because it's cloud only, not even digital. So there's no way for people to physically have it on their hard drives. So anyone without a constant internet connection or a good internet connection will not be able to play these games because it will just be constantly eating up bandwidth. And a lot of places in the States that will be an issue for. Lots of places in Canada that can be an issue for if you're not in one of the big cities. So I think this is really shitty. And I don't blame Square though. I I'm don't. not. I'm not personally blaming Square alone. It's not them their fault alone. But I, I per, I think that they could have at least put the other games or tried to find a way to do that. I don't know, but they're both to blame. And this isn't you know the first time that Square has done something similar, not quite, but similar to this in a fashion like the Final Fantasy Ten and Ten Two versions on switch and ps uh was it switch and on the ps vita only had one game on the carts and you had to download the other ones so them not putting both games that could fit on those carts they opted to not do that and there was other things like that as well like yeah they i mean you don't really have any evidence like they could have but then maybe they had to like increase the ram on or the rom rather on the cards right like you don't know that for a fact, Chris, right? Like they could have definitely. That's like saying, you know, you could put like a five hundred meg or gigabyte game. You could, but then the cost would increase, right? Like we don't know for for a fact how much the 
Switch and PS Vita cards can hold? No, we know we know the max capacity, but for example, if you look at Metroid Dread that just came out, that's a 4.1 gigabyte game only, right? They're not going to like make consumers buy a 256 gigabyte card when only like a, a 8 gigabyte card would suffice. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they don't need to add more than they need to to kind of keep... Uh... Well, yes, but if I buy a physical card, we'll say in terms of like the Final Fantasy X and X2, if I buy that physical card, I don't want to download code from my game. I want the games on those cards. Cards? <laughs> Are you saying cards or carts? D or T? Carts. Like the Switch carts and the PS Vita carts. Carts with a D, yes. right? Well, T, cart. Well, yeah, Final Fan. That's that's what I'm confused about. Final Fantasy X was never on the cart at all, except for maybe the Switch, right? PS Vita. PS Vita. That's... It's basically the same thing. It's just a memory chip. That's what the, P- the Switch cards. I it had the UMDs, the the CD No, that's things. the PSP. PS Vita is the upgrade to that. Okay. And I never had that. They brought out that those consoles or those two games on that, but only put one game on the cart. And said you have to use this download code to download the next game. But if I'm buying a physical cart, I want both games on that. I, I, I understand, but I think that's extremely off tangent just because we're talking about like, like the cloud versus now we're, we're kind of. Well, yeah, but they could. I, other areas? I think they could have worked more to get all those old games, not including number three, but the other three collections 1.5, 2.5, 2.8, and they could have got them to work on the on the switch not they don't even like i there's no way for anyone who owns them on switch to actually own them and if square's service ever goes down or your internet goes down you don't have access to your games that you just purchased and square i don't know if they put a price on there but looking at what they put them out on the epic store for for these old games for 80 dollars each when I could get them on the PS4 for like 20 bucks. I don't see what them releasing them on Switch for less than 60 to 80 Canadian. And not having physical access to those is shitty. <laughs> so I'm someone that doesn't really like speculation about, you know, they could do this or they couldn't have done that. But I'm not sure if you watched that video I linked on the Discord, but it's uh, there's a YouTuber. He goes by Modern Vintage Gamer. He is a Switch developer. He's done ports like the Shantae ports mm. on the Switch himself. So I, I trust his opinion. He knows what he's talking about. And he kind of called this. He called the fact that they were going to... A lot of companies, Square's just being the first one to kind of put their th- foot through the door. But he called that the, you know developers were going to eventually go ahead and do this because it's a smart thing to do. And you can't like businesses exist to make money, right? They don't exist to make you happy, else they would give the games away for free. So yeah, this is the, the smartest thing for them to do in terms of cost. Um, and again, the the whole Witcher three thing on the switches I got from him as well. I got that information from him in another video. Um, basically, like it, if it takes CD Projekt Red, I I I don't know if, if you'd qualify them as a triple A publisher. I would personally because they have the the biggest pre-order of all time through cyberpunk mm. well let's not talk about how that turned out but they did have the biggest pre-order of all time that's a fact so i don't know for that reason alone i would consider them a triple a publisher so it took a triple a publisher almost a year to to do one of their most famous games at the time well it was their most famous game at the time the port down switch so the kingdom hearts and like i'm pretty sure 
like I, I know your point to your point of these are PS2 games originally, but yeah, as you said, like Kingdom Hearts three is like, you know, and then you have the other two games as well. You have to worry about that were that had new features and new graphics and new audio and, you know, cleaned up whatever mm. on the new releases. That's a lot of additional resources when they can just say, screw it, let's just put it on the cloud and be done with it. So again, that's, I don't blame Square at all for that. And I wouldn't blame any publisher for that. Yeah, I'm not trying to put squarely up the blame on them. You know, it's just, I wish it was a alternative or a way to get them all on there for people who want to actually own their games and not have to be connected to the internet constantly. Like I've got internet connection where I am all the time, but there's lots of people who don't. So I'm just thinking about them and also, you know, preservation of these games because anything could happen. Like, you know, you could turn on the console. You know, wouldn't it be weird if, like, um, I don't know, you open up your phone to connect to Facebook and Facebook just wasn't there? Like what happened last week? Well, yeah, I think. (laughs) Well, shift the topic to. I don't really, yeah. Anyways, like face Facebook went down for what a day or two. It was just gone, and every single service connected to them it just wouldn't work. So what's that? that WhatsApp and uh, Instagram, I think, and maybe a few others. And apparently, the the doors were linked to their servers, so they couldn't swipe their cars to get into the buildings or out of the building or whatever. I don't know the extent of what happened, but. I don't use Facebook personally. <laughs> I don't use it anymore either for years, but uh, rumor has it, you know, they, they timed the downage of the Facebook at the same time when the whistleblowers report came out. This yeah. is not something I thought we were going to cover, Chris. So I, I really take it kind of just uh, went but, here, so I don't have the information right. up either. I just wanted to but, briefly bring it up. Yeah, basically, there's a whistleblower about something about like, I don't know what specifically about, but basically she came out and she kind of, uh, there's a Congress thing. And then, you know, there's going to be a blah backlash. So Facebook purposely, or sorry, accidentally, yeah, I should accidentally. say, accidentally had the service go offline around the same time. So, you know, to kind of damage control as much as they could. Yeah, it definitely doesn't seem suspicious. Nothing to see here, guys. Move along. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, but yeah, it's just, you know, their service went down. As more and more things are being bought up by these bigger companies and being reliant on online always, as soon as one of those servers goes down, you have access to like a quarter of the stuff you used. Or not a quarter. You you don't have access to like a quarter of the stuff you're used to. Like lots of people rely on, we'll say, Facebook or Google or the Amazon stuff all the time and if any of those goes down their life is kind of in shambles for like until that's fixed if they could get fixed right so it's kind of a re- uh, reality that we live in as more and more things are re- heavily reliant on online <laughs> it's it kind of sucks i just wanted to kind of bring that up because of the square thing if their service goes down you can't have access to your games <laughs> right so but i guess not the Square or Nintendo, whichever servers are being hosted for that. So yeah, it's not really any different from like things that have already existed, like Stadia. Like that's that's one of the major ooh, ooh, things Stadia. that <laughs> that's one of the major reasons why Stadia, you know, isn't doing that great. Like 
Stadia did their whole thing based on cloud gaming, and then Xbox's Game Pass cloud gaming just blew them out of the water. It wasn't even the main attraction of Game Pass. It's just like, hey, you can play it on your web browser. Plug in a controller. There you go. Have fun. And then, you know, Stadia says, oh, you need your console or controller and all this shit, and you have to pay this month, and you have to buy the games if you want to play them on the cloud in addition to the monthly fee. So, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's awful. It's, 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 it's nothing really new. So I don't think no, from just, that, that angle we can really we can really criticize it that much because it's it's not like it's a new thing. Mm. That's why I'm saying like we we should blame Nintendo if anyone. Yeah, it's just it's a service that they were looking at, and obviously other big developers were looking not developers companies were looking at to kind of get in on or figure out a way to get it on there because them getting on the Switch. Then they can maybe, you know, figure out, you know, the mobile ports, if they can do mobile, because mobile phones are getting stronger and other things like that. So it's not, it's just a continuation from what they were uh, looking to get into. I'm not happy about it because there's no physical product. You know, it's all going to be online only, but whatever. I know I'm not going to get it, but there are a lot of people who may look at getting this because... You know, they don't want the physical product or they don't have room on their Switch for another download, right? Things like that. So that's that's it, you know, bring up kind of two views on the side or on that story. Uh, do you have anything you want to bring up? Because we'll swap to a different story here. Yeah, so this is a game I actually might be playing for fun because I don't have to pay for it and because oh. I'm going to play with the... Uh... You know, Ryan and Chad and Delena, as you know. Um, so Marvel's Avengers. Here's mm. the thing. It just came out on Game Pass, and there's some very shady stuff oh. because of it. Not not due to Game Pass, just due to... So remember when the game launched, and they're like... Mm. Well, first of all, let's let's talk about, for like just a sentence or two, like their massive fuck-up. Like, how, like they, they took one, arguably one of the most famous franchises right now, the MCU, and they somehow screwed the pooch and made a very unplayable game due to their decisions right mm -hmm. just because of the gameplay loop involved anyways we're not here to talk about that so when the game like when they got announced at one of the e3s a few years ago they made a promise to everyone saying this game will never have loot boxes or xp boosters or any of that stuff and now they added them to the game actually so they went against the word and it's funny because as soon as it launched on Game Pass, as you know, if you have Game Pass, you can download the game. It's like Netflix. You download, you play, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So they had a, like a XP week or weekend or something. Like I think it was like one or two weeks of like increased experience to kind of, you know, what's what I'm looking for to kind of um, entice people. No, no, not not so much enticement, just... Um, acclimate i think i think that's the word people I'm off to speed no 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 uh they had like increased xp boosts when the game launched on game pass specifically like they timed it for this to acclimate people to these xp rates to kind of get mm. them kind of used to them and then they cut them off and then right after that they said hey here's some xp boosters even though we promised they'd never be in the game mm -hmm. and yeah they are overcharging the fuck out of everything now like all the cosmetics which is fine. Like you don't need the cosmetics, but some people care about that stuff. And yeah, like most people are like, oh, who cares? But you have to be aware there are some people who like really give a shit about that sort of thing. And now they're adding XP XP boosters onto that. Now they're adding 
as I said before, like loot boxes, the, everything they promised they weren't going to do, they're they're breaking their the word at this point. So yeah. people are really pissed off at, at this already, you know, game that is not great, and that's why it's on Game Pass. Because think about it this way, the game's been out for like what two years at this point, and now it's coming to Game Pass. That's that's kind of that that signals that they're in trouble and they needed the cash boost. Mm. They also at the beginning of this year they did make the game a lot more grindier so you you couldn't gain levels as fast as you could before they cut down how much experience you get and other things like that which people back uh, which against them on that and i think they kept the that grindiness in there so them now putting in exp boosters this it does that bring the rate back up to what it normally was <laughs> but either either way <laughs> i don't i don't know but yeah, they their excuse at the time was we don't want to confuse players with getting too many levels too quickly. Oh, okay. But then you're willing to put XP boosters and increase XP weekends. And it's like why players with more Oh my god. Yeah, it's it they took uh, the slow road on on the sliminess, but it's there. And you said they increased the price of some of the skins and stuff too as well. I'm not sure if they increased it, but they're they're oh. really expensive. Oh, but they're just expensive overall. Okay. They're cosmetic, so you can make the case either way. It, yeah, I have no but, idea but, how much yeah. it costs, but like well, I played Dead by Daylight, and I think I bought one skin on there. And I was like, yeah, you know, I spent a lot of money on this. I only buy the licensed characters because the only way to get the licensed killers and uh, survivors in that game is to spend money, and the rest of the stuff is. The rest of the survivors and killers are you could spend money or you could earn coin in game to unlock them so i'm like i only spend it on like half the characters of that i'll buy this costume for this character oh this killer i play sometimes <laughs> it's a hobo clown who's dressed up like santa claus <laughs> sounds like that one character from uh you know Bonnie in the Simpsons when he was dressed up as Santa at the mall and he's like yep. stumbling over the kids? It's basically that. He whips bottles filled with mystery fluid at people and they cough and things get woozy and then he beats them down with, the, with his little shiv. What was that PS2 game? Like Black Metal, Twisted, no, not Twisted Metal. Was it Twisted Metal? Twisted Metal like Black, Black, where you have the uh, clown guy with the... Uh, yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That's what that's the guy who popped in my head as you're no, talking it, about. It's a lot more sadder. He's a drunk clown who lost his job at the circus. And the only thing he has left is booze. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's pretty sad. I noticed you're getting you for us in the background with a proper pose. Damn right. And uh, you can't barely see him. I got uh, beers uh, underneath uh, pole dancing Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got them. They're all set nice. up. But yeah. Yeah, that's it for, for that. I just wanted to kind of bring up the fact that Yes, a shitty game is a shitty game. That's not really new news, but I can't be breaking their promise. Mm. That's that's something that you should never forget. Yeah, they literally they legit came on the stage and they said, "We promise this will never yeah. be in the game." I remember them saying that, and then here it is. So yeah, definite signs of um, this game's done. <laughs> Spider-Man's much. still not in the game. Yeah, I, I was actually gonna just about to come to that. Like, he's still not on the PlayStation version of the game. When I when I heard about this game, and I said my favorite character is only gonna be locked onto that one console. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm never gonna play this game. And then he's still not out. He's still not out after like what two years. Mm. Anyways, we can move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. From... we'll move on. Um, 
continuation from one of the last week's update uh, stories when we talked about uh, we did talk about uh, Hitman and what was going on with them removing yeah. sorry them removing bad com or just in general the uh, review bombing yeah that's it bad reviews and such it seems they've uh, removed the game entirely I believe from GOG. And they're looking at, I think, revising the game to either, either they're going to update the game to say that it has all of these online components and DRM, or they're going to look into how they could get removed with while working with Square. But don't, sorry, yeah, because so... the store is is supposed to be built on anti-DRM. Uh, games like there's no drm in in all the games hitman was the first one there's a huge backlash sorry so i need to correct you on something yes, they're not ahead. actually they're not planning on adding or getting rid of i should say drm right because this is an old game and considering how old it is in this year like they never said they're going to get rid of the drm in it like it, it's not it's not the cog or gog i guess yeah it's up to gog Steve. Yes, and considering how old the game is, they're probably not going to worry. Like, I must have missed yeah, they, something quickly. But um, So basically, what they did do is take the game off completely because they said, oh, you're right. Mm. We should have never sold this. So they, they admitted to their error. And, and that was simply because of the massive backlash to that forum post we talked about last yeah. week. That's basically it. Oh, basically... I... Sorry, I must have misread something. I thought I read something here that they were looking to maybe getting it fixed, but I guess their fix is just remove it. So I thought maybe they were going to look into Square and say, is there any way to remove this? Or is this going to be like one of the exceptions, which would just make well, it look no. bad in the store and they'll have a DRM game on here, which I'd still be like, even if you say it, it that's not what your platform's built on. But go on. <laughs> Yeah, like it obviously they can't change a game's files. So that's not their business. It's it's a storefront. So Yeah, so unless a yeah. square wants to work with them to change it, which I thought I had I, I I misread something in that little bit, but the rest of it, you know, them removing the game completely is, is what happened. That seems to be their fix and their apology of sorry. But they, I don't know what happens to people who already bought it. That that would, they probably get to keep it, I'm assuming, or at least get a full ref, refund. I would in that assume refunds. I don't know if the game would then stay on their service. I didn't buy it. I don't know anyone that did, so I could not say. I did not look into if someone bought it. I'm, I'm assuming that they'll get their refund for it. So they'd have to do one or the other. They either have to leave it on the on the store but hidden, so that people who bought it could keep downloading it. Or they'll have to give them a refund and just remove the game from their from their profile, right? So yeah. apparently, the the um, game has online yep. fun, uh, functionality, so that's why the DRM exists at all. Apparently. Yeah, there was uh, lots of uh, if it's the same as the other ones, like you do certain things in the game, like rewards and stuff, and you get them unlocked through online, or you know, log online and do this special uh, hit. And you can unlock, you know, cosmetics for this weapon or different kind of weapons and outfits. I think it's what it was. They've expanded that, uh, expanded on that in the newer games, but it's basically 
you know, some online uh, hits or do special things. Uh, and you can unlock these other rewards. So that's what the online was for. I don't know how much in total for the online component there was, but I know it was something that they were building on to make it as part of their kind of live service. Not quite a live service, but keep the game in the memory or in the minds, back of the minds of the players while they're not playing the game. So they'll keep coming back to it, right? Like um, in the newest or the second newest uh, uh, not Hitman game, they had a quest where you can kill Sean Bean. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bean was, you know, Agent uh, was a double six in the Bond yep. games and other Trevelyan. things like that. So they had him kind of show up there. And uh, it, it, it was a good quest. So I want to say as part of the quest, he like acknowledged that like that someone was there to kill him. And he's making quotes like, if, you know, if someone was to say in this room, kill me, how would they do it? I wonder. And he's like talking, you know, kind of fourth wall breaking, I think is what happened in that quest. And you're sitting in the boardroom as as the hitman going, oh, you know, I could take him out that way or this way or right. So they kind of have him break the break the wall as he's non-directly talking to you of how to take him out. But it was a quest for the, to take him out in the game. And also kind of funny thing on his uh, movie career as he's always being killed in everything he's in. So <laughs> I don't think he's survived anything yet. <laughs> I'm sure he has. Just, I, you're right. I, I can't think of anything, though. Yeah, <laughs> you can't, I can't think of anything offhand. But yeah, just a quick little update. They're removing the game, I guess, entirely. And it looks like it may not be popping up unless if Square says, yeah, we'll work with you to remove it. But I, again, like you said, it's, it's this is like the first Hitman, well, first of the reboots of the Hitman games, right? So they're probably not going to do that for those games. Unfortunately no. not. Um, yeah. What else? We could talk about, if you want to, the California update. Sorry. Oh, no. An update to the um, Activision Blizzard um, buyout. Not buyout. Uh... Oh, sorry. Uh, I was only on. Say the last sentence the again. Activision Blizzard last week, or was it the week before that we talked about when they did a payout, not payout, buyout for the one of the lawsuits going that was going to yes. happen to them? Yeah. And yeah. Um, we. I think a lot of people commented on, wow, that was fast. That was only like, you know, two days. Well, now we kind of know why. <laughs> it makes total sense. It's definitely not this reason, but it totally is. Yeah, so apparently <laughs> they they got caught shredding evidence again. This is separate from the first time it happened. So basically, they're really deep shit. Like, if, if they're shredding that much evidence when by law, by federal law, or maybe it's not federal, but state or, or federal law, I've, whichever one applies in the situation, by law, they're not supposed to be shredding this when they're under investigation. Mm -hmm. Being caught twice, even if it's two, even if it's two separate um, cases against them by different organizations, or what, I'm not sure if that's the case here, but whatever it is, they got caught twice. This is the second time, mm -hmm. and they are really deep in the shitter well, right now. Well, the reason why they wanted to pay off the e is it the uh, EOC very quickly is because 
let me get this up here. So, sorry, let me backtrack. California Department of Fair Employment and Housing filed a motion to intervene in the in um that in the EEOC and Activision like buyout for whatever however many millions of dollars it was because there is a clause within that that Activision Blizzard will be able to remove any allegations of sexual harassment in, from the personal files of the claimants in that settlement or in that statement. So that means they could just immediately wipe out tons of evidence from the California D Department's uh, claim on them. And that would be a lot. So they wanted to buy out and bury this as fast as possible. And this will give them a legal reason to shred documents. So, yeah, it's. But they still got in trouble for it, right? That's that's the thing. Like they still, you said that it gives them a legal reason to shred documents, but then why would they be on their ass again for the second offense, right? What do you mean? So the there were two different groups doing this, but the one they were buying out was going to give them a legal reason to just wipe these people's records clean. The other faction needs those records to be able to continue their lawsuit against them. And Activision Blizzard wanted this evidence gone. So Yes, like I, I, I think yeah. I understand that. But but again, we're both Canadian, so we we just notice by reading and not really by knowing because you know it's a different country with different laws. Anyways, um to my knowledge, once the first freeze on their documents happened, that's it. Not, nothing else is it, it's it, nothing else no there's shouldn't be like any legal loopholes in terms of they're allowed to shred stuff stuff now because it's it's a, it's a, the state that's suing them so by law they are not supposed to shred any documents no matter if they could do it under normal circumstances or whatever legal loopholes they're trying to pull with this thing now by settling early yeah that's like, not the that's oh, that's my understanding no this would be like whatever was settled through this through this uh, payoff is you know signed by lawyers you know all all that garbage and it would have put in this uh put in this thing that would allow them to legally wipe these people's records of anything that had to do with what they're paying off so we'll say if you and i are both in both suits or no if i'm in one suit and you're in both right you know for the whole sexual harassment thing but you're paid off in the first one, they can wipe your record clean. So that's half the evidence gone, right? So, but, but, but the first, the first one, it, right? no, no, because that... this first one was settled first so that evidence would no longer exist. Even if that, the first I lawsuit, huh? Sorry. I think, I think that's incorrect because the first one is not settled first. It was the one that was. There was a second case, and then they settled that within half a day. That, that would technically have been the second one. Well, either the first one is long going. Yes, but the the other one was settled first, so legally they can as soon as they want. Once that once that payment goes through and everything's signed, they could just delete that information. And then when the other lawsuit is continuing, and they bring up anything in that one that was settled, they say that evidence doesn't exist anymore. And they could just go, no, it doesn't exist. You can't bring that up. Like, it's a legal loophole that they can get through. 
I understand what you're saying, but I'm fairly confident the first case is still ongoing. It is still ongoing, but that evidence wouldn't exist because it's gone. That's why they're filing the suit to prevent that buyout from happening, from that payoff happening, because that well, will affect their that will affect their case. Like a lot of evidence is resting on those files, and if those files go bye bye, they have half a case, or if or if a case at all. That's why they want that payout to go out as soon as possible so that they can put that legal loophole in and just delete everything. Yeah, it's it's a messy, messy... Uh, well, we'll have to continue this conversation next week because I, I, I don't think... so. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I, I, think, I think the first case still prevents them from doing anything that you said. If so, then they wouldn't have to file a they wouldn't have to file to have this stopped. They would just let it go through. There's no I'm way... I'm not what you're trying to say right just now. If, if, the, if the first case is still ongoing and this payoff, this buy, uh, payoff had, if all the evidence still presented in the first case would still be unaffected by this buyout, lawyers wouldn't be going, no, 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 you can't do that. They are preventing... Activision Blizzard wants this to go through, wants the buyout to go through so they can shred documents. The guys who first put put in there, like the, uh, not the ELC, the California Department of Fair Employment, doesn't want that to go through because they will lose a lot of evidence. They're still gathering evidence and trying to put together their case before they go to court. And that evidence won't exist anymore because of that. Like, like because that first case will be settled, so they could just legally destroy all evidence they want, as long as it pertains to the people inside of that. Yeah, I'm reading this article from Kotaku about uh, this, and they don't really have anything that you're saying. Basically, just what I've been saying. So I, that's what I mean. Let's let's continue this next week. I think we both need to do more research on this because I'm not I'm not sure who's correct on this. But I'm looking at like the where it says that the statement includes a clause which requests that Activision Blizzard be able to remove any allegations of sexual harassment from the personal files from the settlement claims, effectively destroying evidence that is essential to the DFEH's own trial. It would literally rip apart their own trial, the, the other uh, group's trial. Yeah, but then look at the title of the article. California steps in to prevent Activision yes. Blizzard destroying sexual harassment evidence. That's right? what they're that's why they are filing to stop that the California De uh, Department of Fair Employment is trying to stop the buyout because their evidence will be deleted if that goes through. I'm gonna repeat and I think we should uh move on and continue continue this next week once we both do more research. I've I am looking at it. It makes sense to me as to why they are stepping in to prevent the buyout, uh, to prevent the payoff, because it will destroy their entire case. <laughs> anyway. Uh, do you want to bring up anything? Another piece yeah. of news? So talking about Kotaku, they had an article about Metroid Red um a couple of days it wasn't they had their own separate review but this is something different about 
um, they had mentioned, oh, hey, um, wait, let me see when this was published, actually. Uh, it was published on Saturday. That would have made it the, let's see here, the 9th. So the day after the game came out, they published an article saying, hey, Metroid Red is already running on Switch emulators, and it's running really good, like better than the original hardware on your PC, obviously, because you can, you know, up, up, you know, you can go to 4K and un- uncap the frame rate. And there was massive backlash on this article because people were saying, you know, like we understand the importance of emulation and that legally speaking, the emulators themselves, just the emulators we're talking about here, they are legal. They, they are they are above the belt. They are, they are legally made. But mm-hmm. for you to tell people to, they didn't really tell them to do this. That, that, I shouldn't have said it that way. They kind of just brought everyone's attention to the fact that it plays better on PC and that, you know, it's people are, have already been doing this. It just worded in such a way that they were forced to put an, an, an appendum on the very end of their article because the comments were saying, like, yeah, league, you know, there's something off about this because it almost made it seem like there was an intention to, you know, play it better on your PC, which is, which is fair enough, but it's, you know, if you really want to support the developers, because it's not just Nintendo, right? If you really want to support the developers that you should really just, you know, purchase the game and, you know, people are making the argument like, you know, preservation is one thing when you can't buy the game anymore or older games when, you know, they don't really run on the hardware. It's hard to find original hardware, but this game literally came out yesterday and you're telling people that you're not, you're very indirectly telling people like that. I, I don't, I want, I want to make it clear that they never said, Hey, play this on your PC. They didn't come out and say it that way. It's just basically just the way it was worded. And there is a lot of consensus about that in the comments section. I read quite a few comments on the article. It has 562 right now. So that's, I didn't read all of them, but I read, I read most of them at the time when I did see this article uh, the first time. And yeah, it was, it was uh, a lot of backlash mm. on this. So that's, that's kind of interesting. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's really a touchy topic. I can see why it is because it's really, you know, you want your game to look as good as it can, but then, you know, Metroid, if you look at the numbers, don't lie. If you look at the numbers, Metroid is uh, one of Nintendo's, I don't want to say worse because it's not a bad game or franchise, but it, it's it's one that doesn't sell as much as their other ones, like Mario, Zelda, whatever. Metroid is on the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to how much cash and how many sales they get from these games. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for them to kind of do this is, is almost like sabotaging that effort when you tell them the day after, you know. So what do you think about this? Yeah, I did. I have no idea that, or I had no idea that Switch emulation was that far along already. Um, I pers- I went out and bought my copy of uh, Metroid Dread. I can't wait to start it up uh, when I do, but... Uh, for them to, anyone will say, you know, they cry, preservation, yada yada, that makes no sense. This game is, like it, like you said, just came out. You can't cry preservation. They can't say, you know, you can't have emulation because emulation is legal. And if you own a copy of the game, a physical one, or I guess now we can throw in digital as well. As long as you own a copy of it, you can emulate. There's nothing illegal about that. Uh 
Am I missing something? Uh, let me think. That is very true, but a lot of people who are going to, let, let's be completely real. Well, you know, I have nothing to support this one way or the other, but, you know, you, it, it, I would have, I would very, I would find it hard to believe that most people who are emulating it don't already, or like they don't, they do have it is what I'm trying to say. You know, most people who are playing on their PC already have it, a copy in their hands or digitally on their you Switch. I think right? so. I have nothing to back that up, but like, let's be real. Like, piracy exists because you don't have to pay for things, right? That's the whole. That's the whole point. Yeah, for the most part. Like a lot of people may may say, you know, they're going to pirate it so they could try it out. You know, if there's like no demo, you can say that that's like a very small percent of people, right? You know, who use it as a demo. But uh... <laughs> sorry, I had a point, and it's it's uh, bloody gone. Like. I, I can't say that I haven't downloaded my own uh, things here and there, but I've never claimed I've, phys- I've actually owned anything or that I'm doing it for preservation. I'm doing it because I don't have the money or whatever, right? It's obvious, It's mostly because people don't have money. But this is, it's not like this is a, I don't think this game's hard to get. I don't think it's been selling out. Uh, I would like to think it's not. I would like to think Nintendo's put out enough copies. For people to cry, that they can't get a copy, whether it's I mean, well, we'll excuse, you know, if if they physically don't have the cash, right? You know, who knows what happened? Uh, I don't know. It's don't cry preservation and you know things like that when it's just plain piracy. If if you got pirates, yeah, support them if you can. Not everyone has all the money in the world, but don't uh, don't cry the other things when it's clearly for some people when it's clearly a a thing of I just want it to give it to me for free. <laughs> well, the fact that it runs better and the Switch emulation is apparently really good, that surprises me. Not not that it runs better, but just that the emulation is good. Like is it because your computer has more RAM? I think the emulation would be emulated the exact same uh hardware of the Switch. Or did they manage to find a way to up it, like have your PC use more more yeah. RAM? So I, I, as I said at the start, they're up, they're upscaling it to 4K, which obviously the Switch can't do. No, uh, and they're uncapping the frame rate, as I said before as well. Yeah, and just so, like that. So that's it's, interesting. It's, I didn't know that they could do that, especially like the frame rates and things like that. So, <laughs> but as we know, some games are programmed. I'm not sure how. I don't, I don't have a Switch, but I'm not sure if like this game on the Switch is specifically capped to a frame rate because we know a lot of the games like. This is not new. Like mm. this is a, existed for as long as games have been out. But some game mechanics or the way they're just they're programmed are tied to frame rate. So we don't know exactly yeah. if that's going to have issues. So yeah, I mean yes. the 4K is cool, but really, you you knew what you're buying for a Switch. You weren't buying the most powerful console. And granted, maybe you can make the point of well, this is just the only way to play it. If I don't play on my PC, therefore I want to. Again, the best possible experience out of it as I can, but <laughs> it, it's it's one thing if you actually bought bought the game. Yes, that's, that's that's one thing. Then then you can, and it's not this is this conversation isn't necessarily even about a moral compass. It's just you know doing what's right because like you know we all work, right? Well, okay, most of <laughs> us work, and when I say most of us, I'm talking about like 
you know, like if you're a million, if you were born into a rich family, whatever, you know, maybe you don't work in that situation, but most of us have or had jobs. Uh, we all work. We all, you know, basically playing this. So especially so soon after it came out, it's just like punching the developers in the face because the same people who made this game also made the remake for Metroid two for Nintendo DS. And I played that. That was an amazing game. And oh. look how long, look how long it took them to make this one, right? So yeah. that that was a lot of time. Uh, so if, if this game continues, like if Metroid continues to sell poorly, especially now, that's going to be a major contributing factor if we get more games, right? Right. As I said, Nintendo yeah. is really, really, really about money nowadays. It has been for a while. So if they see it and they see poor sales, they're not going to care why. They're just going to you know, look at the sales and say, okay, no more Metroids. They don't sell well. Yeah, it's going to be upsetting. <laughs> like, would they end up shit-canning Metroid Prime 4 and just saying, we're unannouncing Metroid Prime 4? Because <laughs> that's been oh. in the works for a long time and has been uh, restarted, so. That's something I want to segue into, but I'll, oh. I'll let you finish about this. Oh, no, I'll let you finish about this. That's pretty much it. Like, I don't think that you should pirate just to pirate like when it comes to comes to having another copy of this game or you know playing the emulation on pc support the game because you can physically get it it or you know or support it get it when you can because you know support them support the game you're you're trying out Uh, unfortunately we're not going to have numbers of pirated versus uh non-pirated copies but i hope that the game itself sells on its own merits. I don't want it to be, you know, this game was downloaded, you know, a million times, but only sold half a million copies, right? Uh, like, I can understand piracy, but it's not good. It's It will make, again, you know, companies look at something and go, well, we're not going to do anything more with this because of this, right? Because of it sold terribly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so before we go into the next point, mm-hmm. I want to go back to the last one. So I, I have, I, I've been reading this article while skimming through it. So yeah, I think, I think we were both right. We were just saying it in different ways. So you're, you're correct in that they had a legal loophole to, um, remove the, the, mm-hmm. the some, some of the employees. Yeah, just, just the ones harassment. in the claimant. Yeah. But, but I, I think I was also, I think we were both correct. I think I was also right in saying that they like they think they could do that but then um the, usually they have to wait seven days in united states courts for for a motion mm-hmm. it's called apparently ex parte or ex part i'm not mm-hmm. sure how you say the e uh yeah so but this was like there there is sort of special circumstances where they can fast track it to like immediately and that's what happened because like this is special circumstances and like it kind of Blizzard was able to use the loophole, but they weren't supposed to. If that makes sense, yeah. I, that, that that's very contradictory. Yeah, but it's it's, I, it's really hard to. I think I think yeah, I think what I'm trying to say. I think was if we were both correct in what we were saying, Chris. We we're just on two sides of the same coin. Yeah, I think we could. Something was blocking our vision or how we were saying things. Probably how I was saying things. But anyway, yeah, it seems like they are trying to get that loophole in, but because of how fast they're trying to do it or how fast they're trying to how fast the other group's trying to stop it it's it's causing issues they better not be able to 
be able to go through this with this buyout because that's you know it's obviously then 100 like you guys are clearly trying to shut this down as fast as possible you filthy fucking scumbags and basically it's kind of like this like i i <laughs> I, could, I could be wrong but i think it's like one of those situations where the president hasn't hasn't been set before so like the sort of situation obviously is very scummy from any angle you view it as but it's kind of like oh we well, didn't think about that, that one alternative of like the seven million possibilities that they could have done sort of yeah thing. You, know, you know what i mean yeah it's it's probably happened before i'm sure because there's obviously you know they're going through these steps but to what extent or how fast or whatever like for when it comes to gaming news, this is the first time I've heard of this going to in this in this route and so much of it happening at the same time. But mm-hmm. it's it's a legal legal mess with multiple parties involved and possibly money changing hands. And, you yeah. know, legally I will say because I'm not going to say there's shady money being passed underneath the tables, but you know. It's 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 so messy. Anyway, let's um. How about some? We'll, we'll briefly touch on some sadder news, uh, which could be happy for some people. Oh. Um. So, I believe we talked about Kentaro Muria passing away, and we talked about the creator. I don't have his name up. Creator of Google Thirteen passing away. There was another gentleman who passed away that I am sad about. The Dragon Quest music composer Koichi Sugiyama passed away at the age of 90. Now, he's also worked on other stuff other than the Dragon Quest series. Like, he did some music for Cyborg 999, which I saw. It was a meh kind of series for me. Uh, Space Runaway, Adelion. He did the Dragon Quest uh, anime. Uh, Dragon Quest Dino... Daiboken. I don't remember which game that's based on. And he did some stuff for like Magic Knight's Ray Earth. Uh, he scored the live action effects for Godzilla vs. Biolante. Well, he had no idea he did so much for music, and I'm sure there's lots of other stuff, but he passed away uh, on September 30th, so yeah, not too long ago, and we just got news of it this week. It sucks. I really like the Dragon Quest music. It's clearly like one, uh, like other than the art style, it's probably the second most iconic thing or the most iconic thing about Dragon Quest is the music. Lots of people love it. (laughs) And it hasn't changed too much over the years. You don't have much, again, like uh, to do or much love for Dragon Quest because you haven't played too many of them. I just got the newest game on sale, like the the ultimate edition of the newest game on disc, actually. So, for um, the uh, for my console, Xbox. So, yeah, yes. for my Xbox. Sorry, so. I kind of drew a blank. I'm like, what's it called? Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, um, I plan on playing that too eventually because, and this is a spoiler. It's not really a spoiler, but this is something that like I I that makes me want to play this one first is apparently when you beat the game you find out that chronologically in the timeline this is the first game which really makes me which really makes me want to play this first because in real life it's the last game but in in the the story or at least like as much of a story as as it has with Mm -hmm. the other games as close as you can get to that idea uh this is the first one yeah so well it's it's a little sad he's he's departed now some people will see this as sad like 
me. And some people, when I heard about this, will think of this as not so sad. Apparently, yeah. he's had some uh, very boomer um, views on things. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. You said some people will find it happy. Yeah. Um, he had some very anti-LGBTQ uh, LGBTQ plus um, views, like seeing them as being unproductive because they don't uh, have children. Dismiss concerns of uh, suicide rates within those communities. He, oh, that's that's uh, that's just morally wrong. Like, yeah. and that's objectively incorrect because they can have children. Maybe not biological children. Well, technically, they could even have biological children. You can have children that you adopt. Are those not your children? Yeah, he said some. You know, by law, those are by by law. Okay, maybe not in Japan, but we don't know the laws for that in Japan. (laughs) Maybe not in Japan. I'm pretty sure it's it's still in Japan, but I I can't say for a fact. But at least here, if you adopt a child, by law, it's your child. Maybe not by blood, but by law, it's your child. Uh... And and the and dismissing suicide rates, like it doesn't matter if they're LGBTQ or not, like suicide rates are not something you should ever dismiss like numbers don't lie as i said before mm-hmm. like so this to dismiss suicide rates is just yeah. very passionate and it's it's morally bankrupt yeah like, he also apparently wrote a letter to uh opposing the u.s sorry i'm reading this for words so give me a second here he wrote a letter opposing u.s house of representatives resolution one two one in 2007 the resolution asked the Japanese government to apologize. Ask the Japanese government to apologize to comfort women who became sexual slaves for Japanese soldiers during World War II. Uh, in the letter, same letter, he denied the occurrence of the Nanking massacre perpetra- perpetrated by the Japanese Imperial Army. Like, so, he's, I don't know, I, and I, don't, I haven't looked this up. Oh no, sorry. I'm not going to say that because I have not looked it up, but he's been on different sides of many things. And a lot of people have issues with what he's saying, as we've seen. There's, I'm sure there's other things he said. Some things apparently he's tried to go back on or re, not reiterate, but update his stance on things. But I don't have a list of all of them. But he's been back and forth, or not maybe back and forth, but very set on certain views of his and some people may see his passing as a hey maybe now i can play these games with uh, less stigma on them because of Mm -hmm. his views but his music's still going to be there i don't know how people feel about that i personally love the music but didn't know about a lot of the stuff until like i started reading this going oh oh geez hmm i don't know about that (sighs) so it sucks It's, it's, I don't know, it's just one of those things, like, do you boycott the game because of just him, which you're well, free to do. No, no, hang on, hang on. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'll let you continue, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like, do you boycott the game because of him? But then you're also boycotting the game that other people have played that have nothing to do with him, except for, you know, being inside the same game's credits, pretty much. Like, <laughs> like, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like, yeah, do you, judge, you judge the artists with 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 you know what he does or his beliefs or do you just take the the art or the music in this case and just like judge that by itself it's it's really hard to say i don't have an opinion Um, so so it's kind of like you know do you continue to support the rena kenshin manga after you hear about 
they're going to catch an author and what he was almost charged with. Same thing happened with Finite <laughs> If you remember that at all. I actually don't. I actually don't. You'll have to Ooh. explain where you uh, uh, The Runic Kenshin manga artist. Uh, this was a while ago, so I don't have the article in front of me, but apparently was going to be charged with like a possession of child pornography. I don't know if real or drawn or whatever, because I believe in his manga, there is an underage character, the little ninja girl, who I don't believe if she's nude, but like, you know, in a lot of manga and that there are, you know, this, you know, a, you know, whatever age rating, but their characters are nude, whatever, right? But I don't know if it's because of that or if this was real or if this was a bunch, like, I have no idea to extent, but is apparently going to be charged and then he worked with them to not go to not pay a fair or he probably paid a fine probably worked with them to like not go to prison or be locked away i don't know the extent of what the conclusion was but a lot of people after hearing you know the charges pressed on him going i don't know if i could support ruin kenshin anymore because of that it's like but i love kenshin i love the manga like even I was, you know, looking at that going, oh no, I th that sucks. But I want to support the manga. But this is lots of lots of shade being thrown on such a good manga. You know, it's it, it really puts a I'll just end. You know, saying you know, it really puts a bad stain on something that some people could love mm -hmm. when something like this happens. Unfortunately, same thing with Blizzard. Like, do you? I bought Diablo 2. I mm. feel correct, but I, I went back and forth with my decision for a whole month before I bought it. I'm like, fine. So, yeah. yeah that, it, that must have been hard trying to figure out what side you were going to stand. Not stand on, but sorry, I'm saying that wrong. It, it must have been hard for you to go back and forth trying to think of do you want to support people who made the game, but you don't want to support the company? <laughs> you know, it's, it's really exactly. tough trying to come up exactly. with that. Exactly. Like, so, like if, if if I'm just a developer for the game, I I don't I, I'm not in charge of what corporate does for Blizzard. Mm -hmm. I'm just here making the games and programming or whatever I'm yeah. doing. So it's like that, and also I I promised some friends before any of this Blizzard's controversy came out, that I was going to play some Diablo two with them, like several friend groups. So I didn't want to back down on that either. So that that was the, yeah. the push. Sure. <laughs> Honestly, anyways, mm -hmm. uh, we'll go into something else. You got something else there. I'll let you bring um, another thing. Let's scroll through our news. I'm just going to keep talking. Oh, uh, what else do we have? We've got a couple trailer stuff, but is there anything else we want to bring up? Um, I think I'm good. I think you had a couple things you linked. I think the only other thing I can see is the trailer stuff. Oh! Right, the okay. cowboy, the cowboy bebop. Yes, uh, we'll bring that up with the trailer stuff. But um, one quick thing, alongside something that actually we talked about, I think last week or the week before, with Donkey Kong Land. Apparently, um, Universal Studios Japan announced a partnership with Pokemon, so we'll get to go to Poke Park <laughs> sometime oh, in the future. Is anyone surprised at this point? I'm not. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. I'm there surprised this didn't happen before Nintendo Land. But hooray, Poké Park. So yeah, they're going to be doing something. They haven't said specifically what it is, but it's universal. They're more likely just going to do, you know, the Pokémon Land, you know, 
to go to some Pokemon parks, you know, eat some Slowpoke Tail or Slowpoke Tail soup or whatever it was in the Pokemon games, which is really weird. Anyway, <laughs> just in general in the games, eating Slowpoke Tails. Yeah, I uh, guess. But actually, no, I think that was right, Kant. To it's not eating Slowpoke Tail, it's soup or whatever it is being made with Slowpoke Tail. So the Slowpokes are using the tails to stir and other things. I could be wrong on that. So they might it's, have backtracked uh, on that <laughs> to not make it seem like they're cutting off Slowpoke Tails. One of the Pokedex entries <laughs> says that Pokemon are Pokemon, uh, Slowpoke Tails are considered a delicacy. Yes, there was that too. Yeah. But I don't know if they retracted on that. So. This that that could be a thing they go, no no no, that did happen. Don't look. I don't know if in the remakes if they kept that in there. Anyway, they're doing uh alongside Super Mario and Donkey Kong Land, they're doing the po Pokey Park. So I think they're gonna be uh starting it in 2022. Cause I think Donkey Kong Nintendo Land just launched, or Mario Land, whatever. Donkey Kong they've announced, I think they're working on it. And I want to say that the Pokemon ones get started right away because it says multiple projects are underway and the first is scheduled at some point in 2022. So, yeah, there's not much to say. They just announced they'll be making it. So that's like three Nintendo properties that will be turned into uh, kind of theme park attractions. Now I kind of really want to, I don't like going to theme parks in general, but I'm like... Mario and Donkey Kong and Pokemon. Oh my God! Oh. <laughs> when do I when do I make my uh, make my trip to Japan? Is it after our three are finished? I'll be like fifty by then. <laughs> better you better buy that Donkey Kong tie. Oh, if they have, you know, that tie is going to be expensive. But if they, when I see that Donkey Kong tie at Universal Japan, I will probably buy it because. Because of that, or maybe some uh, big Donkey Kong gloves. <laughs> They'll just be reskinned Hulk gloves, really. He's, I was, was going to say, Chris, he's not the Hulk. <laughs> yes, but he has big, midi gloves, and he's. I don't like how big they made him in Smash. He should not be that big. That's not his canon size in the rest of the games. Oh, really? Is he? Do you, is he a bit larger than Mario? Uh, no, no, he's like the same size. Well, not almost, not quite, but he's he's slightly bigger. Okay. I don't know exactly how big, but I didn't. I don't remember exactly the size of they made him, Smash. They made him way too big in Smash. Oh, way wait. too. Big. Do you think he should be smaller than Mario? Think of Donkey Kong Country. That's yeah. his size. That that's his first appearance, technically. Yeah, but he should be bigger than Mario. Have you played Donkey Kong Country? <laughs> he is basically Mario's size, more or less. I, like I think he, I think he's bigger than Mario. He's because Mario's tiny. Remember, he's like hunchback. He's oh, hang on. I have to. Yeah, I know what up. you mean. I, I know how he how he stands, but I don't yeah. remember. You know, the size comparison smash. As far as I can remember, it, it did seem fine. But anyway, tangent. I think he should be bigger than Mario. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, they're they're just doing that. Uh, the other th two things I had listed here were two trailers. Now, did you get to take a look at the Ari and well, actually? Um, it would be three someone? things, but we'll talk about the one thing that isn't a trailer, but kind of ties into... Wait, we didn't talk about it, did we? I think we forgot to. Cowboy Bebop trailer... Not trailer. Technically, the Cowboy Bebop intro dropped. The Netflix live-action trailer. Oh, I did not, not see that. Intro dropped. Oh, you didn't see it. So go ahead and take a... If you want to take a look at it. 
um, I will talk for a bit on what I've seen in it. In okay, what I think of it. So I, I must have missed it. Where is it? Uh, I also dropped it in my personal Discord. If you want to see that, it's scrolled up. You'll have to scroll up a bit. You posted it in, in the in the new, in the podcast this I do believe so as well. You if, don't, or you did? I do believe I did, but if not, go check the personal uh, my personal one and scroll up. Okay. Uh, what am I looking for again? Uh, Cowboy Bebop, uh, live action intro. Yeah, I'm not seeing it on either server. You might maybe go take a look at it on um YouTube. So. I, I I I see the Resident Evil one. You put on both. I don't see. It would have been like a bit above that because I think it came out like the week or two so, before. We we like skipped over it and I forgot about it. Right above that is Gungrave, which we talked about. Uh, River City Two Girls, up. and then. Oh, there it is. Okay. But yeah, it was a, quite a ways up. We like skipped on it and forgot. I, uh, I, I thought this was something you just posted like since our last podcast. Oh, no. Sorry. Uh, it was just something we passed. Anyway, you go ahead and watch it. I don't think it's that long. It's like the same old music, but I'll uh, tell you what I thought. So, it, this intro re really shows that they, a lot of the characters really look like cosplayers. <laughs> as sad as it is to say, because everyone comments on how weird a lot of the, the actors in that look in these outfits. Like just a little off-putting. They look like, um, almost like cosplayers. And when you see um, what's his name with the white hair? Oh, I just hit my headphones. Um, Vicious. That's his name. He really looks like a cosplayer, and it's probably because of the hair. The hair looks really, really weird. And the obvious reason is because they want that scene where Spike and Vicious are squaring off on each other. His hair falls into his face. You know, the really cool-looking scene. And I think that's why his hair looks like that. One of the other things I noticed is that they do a lot of live action mixing with animation. And it looks weird to me because I want to say it's the same animation style as the anime. And I think it clashes with the live action. I don't think it looks super bad. But specifically when Spoke at the beginning is smoking and then you see the cartoony smoke coming out. Maybe if they did a different art style for that, it wouldn't look so bad. And yeah, it's overall, I don't think it looks too bad, but you know, um, Edward's not in the trailer or in the intro or in the show. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be in the show. They did show a bunch of uh, character, a bunch of scenes that are probably going to be episodes in this series, like the cloud and mm. again, the, and, and the computers, the computer guy. Yes, and Gen. If you notice who Gen was in that intro, I don't know who Gen is. Gen is the gentleman who had melter experiments done to him and ended up with breasts in the end. Oh, that guy. Okay. And he, maybe not ashamed, but definitely in the show, he kind of like hid the fact that that happened to him because he was always wearing like the suit and stuff like that, right? Hmm. And it didn't seem like he was proud. Obviously, it's definitely seemed like he wasn't proud of that happening to him. So he, it looked like he was kind of hiding that fact from a lot of people. So only certain people knew of that being him, right? Or Whereas in the intro, they show a very, uh, let me get my thoughts again, a very non-binary look on him who looked very out there and like displaying the fact that he was who he was, right? In terms of his sexuality or in terms of what happened to his body. And I don't know what, what your thoughts on it, but 
but to me if they write it well i don't think i don't think that'll be a big deal but it could be it depends on how they write it in with this character right um but that for a lot of people they were questioning like why did you do this this might ruin his character has ruined the character uh what do you think on the entire trailer overall i think it's kind of it i i think overall it doesn't seem too bad but it's got me a little bit more hyped for the series in general but it also makes me go eh the costumes for a lot of characters go eh, i don't know but i'll let you go on i think they did a good job um it's never going to be perfect you're never going to satisfy all the fans there's always going to be imperfections but mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think we're capable of doing better than this as a as a human species i think this is <laughs> as good as we're going to get it's not perfect nothing in life is but people are going to bitch about it and complain which is fine but honestly i would like to see anyone else do better than this it looks really good i see what you mean by vicious looking like a cosplayer with his hair he the first thing i thought about when i saw him was not even vicious it was a cosplay of Virgil from Devil May Cry. That's that's how that's how fake his hair looked to me. I'm like, oh, it's Virgil because he's like wearing blue. He has a katana. He's white hair. I'm like, oh, wait, that's vicious. Apparently, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely stands out. <laughs> but I think you know them trying to make it look like the anime might have worked not in their favor. But again, we'll see when everything's in motion. Maybe we'll look better once things are going or you know that's yeah i don't know there's not much that i want to say is there anything else you want to point out or not really i mean i'm looking forward to watching it okay and it seems like in the in this trailer that they're kind of i thought that they're gonna like have like the same characters and all that sure but like i thought they're gonna do their own sort of episodes but seemingly seemingly because they're showing all these like minor characters like that one afro guy and and the, and the computer <laughs> guy with all the televisions apparently they're just going to follow it episode for episode uh, I had, that's, that's that's my that's my impression of the trailer right yeah but i had heard that they apparently are going to do their own something like their own episodes and something like that like it's not going to be 100 percent the show i had heard i don't have the it in front of me but i had heard that they are apparently going to do a lot of their own stuff as well I don't know how much though. So we'll see when it comes out how much of it is the same, how much isn't. So looking forward to it. I can't hope or can't hope. <laughs> I can't wait to to see it. I hope it's uh I hope the build up is uh to it is good. Or I said that wrong, wow. <laughs> I hope it's good. I hope the build up wasn't for nothing. That's more what I want to say, sorry. And Alongside with that, we also got a little bit of news that apparently the when it airs in Japan, they're going to have the original voice actors and actresses come back to do the voices for the dub. Mm-hmm. That's that's, good. Uh, that's pretty cool. I like that. I hope it doesn't seem really weird because we watched Death Note live action movies, but we didn't watch them in English. We and I think for that they got the English voice actors to redub it, and I don't know how oh, really? weird. Yeah, I believe so. Sorry if I'm wrong on that, but I believe they did because I think Funimation dubbed it. So they would have gotten Light and L and all of them. But we watched like the series and the movies and that all in Japanese. So we we don't have a uh, a uh, we don't have views on whether or not it's good or bad. I'm sure the voice cast was really good from what I heard. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's 
I hope it doesn't uh, seem so seem too bad. I hope the uh, like the the merge of like live action with the anime voices. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it's it's good that they brought them in. Uh, I hope it's the the full cast for all the episodes that they're going to be doing. I do believe that it's all the main cast for sure. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, so, I'm happy to hear that. It seems like there's like a, it brings some sort of legitimacy to mm-hmm. the show by having all the anime original anime uh, voices um, wanting and willing to do the voiceovers for this. It just seems like very official, you know. Yeah, it gives that little bit of uh, here you guys go, <laughs> you know. I mean, people would be upset if they brought in a bunch of other actors, actresses, like yes. different say you. When it, it, as long as the actor, the original actors are still alive and working, right? You know, if they're gone, you can't do anything about that. But yeah, um, we also had a, a couple more trailers. The next one I'll bring up quickly because there's not much to say. Did you check out the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City trailer? Yeah, I had no idea they're making another Resident Evil movie and Ooh, it's coming out. No, I had no idea. Oh. It's coming out so soon. And apparently they're done with Miva Jovovich. I, mm-hmm. I haven't kept up with her movies. I, I saw the first one, I think the second one, but then I haven't watched the rest yet. There's like six or seven at this point. Yeah. seems like they're kind of redoing the movies without her now yeah. and kind of doing it more like without without a kind of their because she was like her own character she was never in the game she was in LC. <laughs> she, she was just like had nothing to do with the game specifically but it seems like in this trailer they are bringing i i don't know if i'm correct in saying this it's a trailer they, they don't say names but apparently they're just like trying to like one for one with the games like Kinda. have the same there's chris settings. jill uh leon Who's the other girl? Uh, Claire. Claire and Wesker are, I do believe, all appear in that trailer. They did my boy dirty. Leon isn't Leon. You bastards. That's not Leon. How dare you? My boy. You sound like my boy. <laughs> There's only one true Wesker voice actor. You know, back in the day when Maximilian used to do Assist Me? Yeah. And then he had his one friend, the cosplayer, do Wesker and then like he he was like the whole Wesker thing like the whole yeah I think I remember seeing that <laughs> I love that guy so much he made the best and he talked like Wesker too he had the voice for it, it wasn't mm. just a look but yeah I'm like that's Wesker right there get this man for the movie mm. he makes more cosplay too so I thought they were going to do more there it seems like they're going more of the in line with the storylines of the games but also not if you watch it because Look, why is Leon there already? Maybe if they're mixing both games together, you know, kind of to both the one and two at the same time, I guess. But in terms of like the story, that I think it was Jill. I think it's Jill they're talking to. I could be wrong because they didn't say names, but they're talking to where it's like something's going on in Raccoon City and you need to find out what's going on. I was like, I don't think that's what was happening with Jill or Chris or whoever. I'm like, that's not why they ended up at the mansion and at the police department. So, but they are do, remaking some iconic scenes. I don't know if this will be good or bad. Uh, I hope it's good. Apparently, the director was saying he's not going for actors and actresses that look like the characters. So I hope that means he's going for them because they act like them and not look like them. Sorry, huh. did, did I say that wrong? 
He's not going for actors and actresses that look like the characters. He's going for acting ability, I believe, is what he was saying. That's good. Sorry if I said I... that wrong the first time. <laughs> but I hope that's true because I can forgive it if Leon acts like Leon. Because he's supposed to be a young, up-and-coming, you know, newly uh, newly minted uh, police officer. You know, first day on the job. And, and Claire is supposed to be this, you know, almost uh, college student girl, right? Because she's pretty young, too. She's like a year younger than Leon. Something like that. Anyway, that I hope that they act the parts well. I hope the movie's good. Because, like you, I watched the first two movies and were just kind of like, when it came to the other, just, no. Don't want nothing more to do with the series. <laughs> I I will be massively disappointed because I see they're in the mansion in this trailer. I'll be massively disappointed if they don't include two voice lines. I think I know. I think you know what I'm talking about. Master of uh, Jill, <laughs> was it they or was it they? They almost made you a Jill sandwich. Yes, that's one of them. And you the, uh, and the other one? I don't know the exact line, but it's the Master of Unlocking line, isn't it? Correct. So Correct. The, the, I don't even know if Barry's in this movie. I, I doubt it because he's a minor character. And I think... If he is, I don't know who he is in the trailer. So I don't think he is because he has a full beard. At least he does in the game. So. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the, the one scene that looks really good, which people would yell at them for if it didn't look good, is the first encounter with the zombie. When you're they the, showed that. Yeah, they did, and I, it looked really good. Holy and crap! It's like the it's like the not the original, but the the updated version of mm. the cover of the first game. The original showed Chris really w drawn weirdly with a oh, shock. I love that. <laughs> you know, that was that was the first cover you know, originally. But then, you know, I the, want those actors back in the live action movie. Yes, I back. I I miss <laughs> what Resident Evil was originally going for—a very live action survival horror yeah american of, survival horror <laughs> that intro the original intro with the with the real actors oh i love it so I, much it was, it's, it's so good it's so it's it's so bad it's good like the mario movie yeah but yeah that, it's so it's so good i love it but that remake you know the one shot that they showed of, of the zombie turning around like all oh, that that is building up a lot just in that one scene like that that zombie looks good. It does. So I will probably watch this first one. We'll and we'll and I will, uh, and we'll see where it goes from there. Right. So it looks cool. And um, is, is, <laughs> yeah. is this something we should watch when it comes out and kind of report back? I, I know we're gonna watch it. When we'll watch, I don't know. I don't even know if this is hitting theater or if this is gonna hit streaming services right away. I don't think the trailer says, but it says November twenty fourth. I think in theaters. Oh, Okay, yeah, we'll have to look out. We'll see. If it's out in theater, I'm not watching it right away. I'll wait till I hit the streaming service or until okay. I can write it online because um, as much as I can, I don't want to go to theaters at all, ever again. <laughs> so, but yeah, if we're done on you that. Say, we can talk about the last one. You say ever again. So that does that mean just like even beyond the, the pandemic? Yes. Okay. Why is that? Because um, that's something with the pandemic, so I'm wondering what your reason is. I don't like going to theaters. I don't like being near a lot of people in general. You know this. But it that has nothing to do with theater, really. I don't want to spend $20, $25 to go see a movie and then have them go spend $10 on a drink and $10 on this bag of popcorn and then have to sit in a theater next to people who are oh, munch, 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 eating, up, eating things when I could just 
sit at home and watch the movie with my own surround system and invite the people that I like over to watch this movie. I would rather do that. That's more comfortable. It's in a better space. I don't have to worry about, you know, stepping on God knows what that's sitting all over the, the theater floor, you know, things like that, right? The horror stories you hear from theaters or having someone accidentally kick the back of your seat because they got to use the washroom meter. Just minor inconveniences that you don't get when you're at home. At, so home, you, at home, you could pause the video whenever you need to and then go off and do what you need, right? You know, it, it's just things like that. I just don't want to support movie theaters because of the inconvenience. You, you don't touch people, but then you get, you you know, you miss the opportunity to go, oh. <laughs> right? I see what you're trying to do, and I don't have a fake arm for you to extend that in, onto my screen. <laughs> Did I again? Said, I don't have a fake arm that we could pretend to have <laughs> scroll onto the screen. <laughs> I, I hope I did that correctly because 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 the discourse. Okay, okay. You, you, you stretched the right way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, he tried to for those who are listening to the podcast. Tried to do the old yawn and stretch his arm over my shoulder <laughs> to uh, you know the, the old uh, play there. <laughs> I, yeah. I I couldn't tell I couldn't tell if the camera was like re- reversed or not. So hopefully the fifty oh, yeah the 50, 50 went through. It, 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 it worked. It's just we're not in the same room, so you cannot do yeah. that. Um, but yeah, it's I just don't want to support theaters if I can help it. Some movies I will see, but I'd rather not go if I could help it. You know, but um, one movie though I may have to go to theater to see to have seen all the others, and. I guess it depends on how I feel or if this hits streaming services right away because I'm not missing out on this. As soon as I can see it, I will see it. Dragon Ball! Dragon Ball is coming out with a new movie. Yeah. Oh, they got a new trailer. trailer. Ah, I did not like the trailer. I'm super hyped. Oh my god, I can't wait to see to see Pan powering up. I can't wait to see the new villains. I can't wait to see Goku and Broly training together. Oh my god. They didn't show Vegeta in his new outfit, but I can't wait. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway, I, you can talk first because I'm going to just mark over this. Um, <laughs> I didn't like the trailer because it, I until like the last like maybe third of it approximately, it felt like it legit felt like a like like an intro to one of the like pachinko only video games or whatever they have like the, like the, like you know those dragon ball things like you, you you put a card in that and then like you it's like very uncanon you know because it has like custom fighters and characters only made mm, for the games mm, that's that's, that's that's what it felt like for the it first felt, it felt like maybe it was like a trailer for the next xenoverse dlc yeah or something. like i knew i was watching a movie trailer i'm like this is not feel like a movie to me i'm sorry like there's too many new characters and like new like like this is supposed to take place i'm assuming after the, like like i know the manga's ongoing and there's like you know mm-hmm. we've talked about before the two the two of us but it seems like to me this movie is supposed to take place like right after when the anime paused I, I i don't say stopped i say paused but i can't tell because it's dragon ball super it's a super mm-hmm. movie right so that would seem to imply that it's in the super universe right Can but then know? like yeah. the first two movies in super whoops beerus and frieza they were canon. Yep. 
So this one doesn't seem very canon to me. I, I don't know, because of all the new shit that's going on. That was not in any of the manga, right? Yeah. Um, so this takes place after the new Broly movie. Because Broly's in the trailer for a split second, you see him. And it shows... So Broly's not in... I don't believe he's in the manga. He's not in the anime. So is this another... Because the mo- where the movies continued on and they have their own continuity, like the Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z movies, like some of the movies don't cannot take place in the continuity of the anime. But if you were to tweak some things, he could. So Broly could possibly happen. It's just not in the anime. This takes place after the anime. Um, they, I do not know if this is in the Dragon Ball Super, or the Super Dragon Ball Heroes universe or not. They haven't showed enough yet. Because the name of this movie is Dragon Ball Super Heroes Hero Mission. No, Super, sorry. Dragon Ball Super Superhero. So because they're putting in superhero or putting a hero in the title, I wonder, is that what that means? Or are they referring to Goku or one of the kind of bad guys they showed in the movie being maybe turning into a hero? I do not know. So the trailer shows potentially or more likely who the new villains are not but i'm using new in big air quotes because it's the red ribbon army they're back and if you didn't notice the red ribbon army seems to have continued to live in the form of lots of they, they probably had their hands in lots of many things to make money right and one of them was apparently a fast food joint because in I watched this trailer like 10 times, pausing at every frame, looking at them, <laughs> so, as I would do. And in the, specifically early in the trailer, when they're in the limo, and the Red Ribbon Army guy's talking to the short guy, who I want to believe is Commander Red's, like, great-grandson or grandson, because he's short like him, so that's why I'm kind of piecing that together. He's holding a cup with the Red Ribbon Army logo on it, and it's a fast food cup because... Uh, in his other hand, he has a lid with a um, cardboard straw, kind of like uh, what A&W uses. So I'm like, so they have a fast food restaurant canonized in Dragon Ball Super? Because <laughs> we don't see that in the animes at all. So anyway, Red Ramarami's back. They seem to be hiring possibly two heroes or two mercenaries that look similar. I don't remember their names, but they're like one and two. Like that's part of their names, like what something one and something two. And they seem to be hired out as part of the Red Ribbon Army. Maybe they're created by the Red, Red Ribbon Army, but they're working for them. They have the logos on their uh, arm. And they're potentially being uh, sought out to fight against... Well, we'll assume it's Goku again, because who else would the Red, Red Ribbon Army be uh, fighting against, right? So it seems to be them. And I don't know who the superhero they're referring to it as. It's either going to be Goku or it's going to be one of those guys who I think turns on the Red Ribbon Army. I don't know yet. They don't show too much in terms of that. Just speculation, a lot of uh, things uh, on my end. Uh, but yeah, they show Goku and Broly training together. And uh, the, like you said, a lot of new characters at, that they never showed before. And wondering, you know, is this in the Super Universe? Is this in the Heroes universe? Which universe does it take place in? We don't exactly know because of the title and the new characters they show. <laughs> Even the title and the very like 
the mm. first few seconds just really reminds me of a game intro. It and is. I, I can't get over that. It yeah. just seems too gameish. To but me. part of it could be because it's all 3D. There might oh, be it's... yeah, there might be some 2D huh. animation, but I do believe this is the first 100% 3D animated Dragon Ball movie. So they oh, did. It... Sorry, go on. Question: When you say 3D, just so I understand you. 3D as in I need to wear glasses, or 3D like you don't need to wear glasses. Oh, uh, like, 3D kind of like, kind of like Berserk was. The Berserk, no three, not not 3D as in 3D. I'm holding my hand up to the camera, back and forth to simulate 3D. No, 3D as in 3D models, 3D animation, 3D backgrounds, kind of like a video game. And that's probably why you look at it and go, "This looks like a video game because it's it's uh, CG 3D." So no glasses, it's just 3D animation. Okay. Yeah. So I believe it's 100% 3D. They did a teaser this a while ago where they showed Goku. It was a nothing trailer, but it was the first sign we've seen of Goku doing like his uh, martial arts poses. But it was all 3D. People are like, this looks really weird. And I didn't think it looked weird because they didn't show too much of it. In this, it's it might look a little weird, but this is something I was hoping they do. You know, when I first saw the Tenkaichi Budokai games, I saw the 3D models reenacting scenes from Dragon Ball, going, oh, that looks so cool. Why can't they redo the entire series in 3D, <laughs> right? So I've been looking for them progressing into 3D, uh, just as long as it looks good. So I hope this looks good. It really has me hyped for what they can continue with the series. Maybe we won't get so much... Uh, bad animation out of this because now they'll have set 3d animation or sorry they'll have set 3d models now so they can't you can't really get away unless that they tweak models kind of like what they do in drinkable fighters how they make certain hands look bigger just to make the dramatic elements look bit look dramatic but you know they maybe there won't be uh, animation errors uh, or color errors and things like that because they'll be set to models now i don't know I'm excited. <laughs> I don't really have uh, much else to add. That's that's about it for for that specific topic, at least. Like, I just, I, I I'll watch it. I hope it's good, but I am not very impressed with the trailer. I didn't like it very much. Okay, well, that's fair enough. I think a lot of people see it the same way as you. Like, oh, that animation looks a little weird, or why didn't they just go two D again and you know, I don't like them putting CG in a 2D video. And then you tell them, it's like, you know, there's CG in the last movie, the last three movies, right? <laughs> right? Because <laughs> there's obviously 3D being enhanced for the special effects and some of the fight scenes in the Broly movie. But anyway, lots of people share your views. I'm sure a lot of people share mine. It'll be interesting to see when it comes out how good it is. So I wonder if there's going to be like another villain that shows up or a different hero that shows up or something. I don't know. It's interesting. I would have preferred if they just <laughs> had like an, like another big bad they have canonized, but I guess they can't because the manga is actually... Because originally for Beerus, I'm pretty sure the movies came up before the manga. Now it's the other way mm. around. The manga is coming up before the movies. So yeah, if... they're stuck doing it this way now. If... If they even, when they continue the anime, are they just going to continue with the next arc, which I believe was the Moro arc? So Broly doesn't happen in the manga, I believe. So this is continuing off as the Dragon Ball Super 
yes, the Dragon Ball Super movies. So that's uh, canon, not canon, but not 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 canon, not canon. Uh, separate timeline, I guess you could say. Which we don't want to get into that discussion of how many timelines exist in Dragon Ball. <laughs> so you know, there's so many. So uh, anyway, I'm I'm excited. You are weary. You'll probably watch it. Sometimes. Uh, weary isn't the right word. I'll watch weary? it. I'll watch it. As I said, I, I don't. I'm going to watch it, but mm-hmm. I am not impressed by the trailer. That's yeah, all. Yeah, I get so you. We'll, I'll save. I'll save my judgment for when I see the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think trailer, that's said for like a lot of things, but for for a lot of those trailers we've been watching and such, we'll we'll save final judgment for when it's out. But of course, me, I see Dragon Ball. I give money to Dragon Ball. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is a curse. <laughs> but um, I think that might have been it overall unless if there's something i missed no i think that's everything awesome but so i think that's going to be it for us this week uh if you want to uh follow me i stream on twitch when i can under for on this channel but that will be uh prince underscore kaboom on twitch and i'm at on twitter c uh s c h a b a n g that's at c shebang uh, that's my Twitter. I just post lots of stuff for toys and kaiju and other things that uh, I think are funny. And you? Where can they find you? Uh, same handle on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, Zorb underscore Zex. And then I stream on Twitch typically Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Um, I have bonus streams on, sometimes on the weekend, just like the Final Fantasy Ten one. I talked about at the very start, and yeah, I may I may be increasing the days coming up. We'll see, Ooh, but okay, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. Mm, we'll that's, see. That's and, and I guess I'll see you next week, Sean, and I'll and we'll see you guys uh, next week, or you guys will hear from us next week, depending on where you are hearing or watching this. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Take care.